This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. The following episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Good night, mates. Yes, I was burned, but I called it a lesson Mistake overturned, so I called it a lesson My soul has returned, so I call it a lesson learned. Another lesson <laughs> and I love, love, love John Mayer on this song. I think John Mayer, period. I'm a huge John Mayer fan as well, and I think that this collaboration of the both of them was just like fantastic. Perfect. I could eat him alive. He's just beautiful. I mean, he's not snack like to me, but Ugh, to me, I like guess. if he was in this room, I would definitely be like, bro, let's just make out. Natalie. This is it. <laughs> and then I would just apologize to Mike. Because <laughs> and be like, you I'm don't sorry. understand though. Like you get yeah. it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. I think my brother would make out with John Mayer too. He's a I, huge John Mayer fan is, too. <laughs> we share that in common. We share that. Do you have a celebrity crush? I do, mm. and it happened by accident because I I don't necessarily have one like at the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yes. Ooh, he is hold on because you know I've seen his work and I yeah. I'm a fan, but he did an Amazon commercial. Oh yeah. That was so sexy. Oh, my God. was like, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Meaning, like, I was already Michael B. Jordan. Right. But when I was, like, saw that commercial, the, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I love that commercial. He's so sexy. Whoever produced that commercial, dang, hands down on point. That person clearly loves In the bathtub. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the sprinklers. It's the scene when he's in the grass on the sprinklers. That that seals the deal for me. We're going to have to pull that one up. What about you, Jake? Do you got a celebrity crush? Yes, I do have a celebrity crush. Met my celebrity crush. Mm, I'm jealous. Hugged my celebrity crush. Oh, God. Husband wanted to kick my ass celebrity crush. (laughs) I was in Montreal when I was working for the Dodgers. And uh, Halle Berry was there to film that movie. Um, where she was in the schizophrenic, like, oh, house, whatever yeah. the hell. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So she was throwing out the first pitch. And my, my man, the late, great Stu Nahan, that I love to mm. death, he's the announcer in all the Rocky movies. Mm. He's like, Jake, I want you to meet a friend of mine, and I know you know her. And I'm like, Stu, I don't know anybody in Montreal. Mm-mm. He's like, oh, but you do. You're going to know her. So we went down. Mind you, we didn't have smartphones back then, and I did not have a camera. Damn. But. We went down in the dugout, and he says, Jake, this is my good friend, Hallie. And I lost my shit. Oh I my had God. to keep it in. I was like, oh, hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she you like, said that. I did. I oh did. And I was like, no, no, no. She's like, no, it's okay. Come here. And I gave her a big old hug, but then I started oh. rubbing her back. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Eric Benet was married to her at the time. Sexaholic, yeah. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. looking at me like, I will beat the shit out of you. Okay, so, wait. Yes. Did you smell her? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. She Damn. smells so good. Oh I feel God. like she would smell like Chanel, mademoiselle. I don't know what it was, but I was like falling in love and I had it's to It's immediate, stop. right? Oh, my God. I was like, hell yeah, I love you. <laughs> and then Eric's looking at me and I'm just looking at him. Well, nobody could see this, but I was just looking like, yeah. Yeah. I got seven seconds of caressing right here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So that's my I crush, that. yeah. 
<laughs> Lucky. Okay, so I'm going to take note. I'll do that with Michael B. Jordan. Seven seconds of caressing. I would, too. Oh, I'll sneak in a kiss, too. I'm like, oops, sorry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> Were you trying to turn away? Oh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, damn, that was good. <laughs> where you at, girl? What's going on? How's your week been? The week was probably one of the roughest. See, again, I'm. So, I feel like every podcast you ask me, every opening it's is how was your week? week? It was a rough week. It was a challenging week. It was a challenging week, no doubt. But, but you know, I started doing my morning meditations again to oh. try to get me back into a focused, mm-hmm. more like a flow, practicing stayed. gratitude, and just you know, I don't know. What am I saying right now? Well, that you're just trying to ground yourself. You're trying to come back to you and come back down and a little less panicked, a little less frustrated maybe. Yeah. A little less anxiety. Okay. Like all of that. What about you? You know, um, I've been, I think this last week was pretty good. I think like, like I've had a couple of things myself that like just work related and life related that kind of up to today caught up to me and I had like the worst migraine but I got better I got better now I think I have like chile in my eye but that's okay um I medicated myself I took um you smoked some weed you know what I didn't and I would have but I thought that that was gonna make my migraine even worse so I I didn't speaking of weed I was at uh sprouts before I got here Mm. and they have a magazine called women in weed oh did you buy it no, I oh, wanted to though. We'll buy it. I we'll thought buy about it. it and I was kind of like, we'll this, is, this is, I mean, I get the, on social media, there's a lot of, Pro you know, cannabis. Yeah, mm-hmm. and women yeah. in the cannabis industry. And I was yeah. very surprised to see it like at the countertop there. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like it made me. Sprouts is pro cannabis, huh? Oh, yeah. maybe I should get a job there. <laughs> I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a really good conversation with uh, my kids about getting a job, it, it, you know, entry level. Mm-hmm. Do something you like to do or you're mm-hmm. you're curious about. Like, I, w- I wouldn't mind getting a job at a record store. Yeah, let me do I could just sit and talk about music all day. Yeah, and something you know about and you want to share with the world. Or on Home Depot in the plant section. You know, wait. Mm-hmm. Home, okay, no. I want to get a job. Anyone that has the Disneyland plug, please hit me up. You would work at Disneyland? I want to work as a gardener at Disneyland. Mm. I've been wanting this job for the I last know somebody. two years. Do you really? Uh, yep. Can you get me in? I'm going to hit him up right now. Okay. Let me text him. Thank you. I seriously do want this job. And like, unfortunately, the prerequisites are like, you can't, you can't care for your own plants. That is not. That, that doesn't not, count. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? It should count. I propagate. Oh my God. I change my oh soils. My I fucking fertilize. Like I'm I growing know what I'm a doing. weed plant. Yeah. Like that should qualify me. I feel qualified. I feel very passionate about being the gardener at Disneyland. I want this job. And I feel, you know what? I'm putting it on the So why don't you just start to do it at your apartment complex first? I do. No, your whole apartment complex. You want to do it at Disneyland. Oh, like at the apartment complex? Like ask the complex, hey, can you give me a job as a gardener here? Mm -hmm. I would like to be your Mm -hmm. landscaper. (sighs) And I would like to. I know. We don't use. We always go to the top. Which is yeah. good, right? But see, this is what I'm saying. What are the prerequisites to that? Where can you practice your craft? Oh, it's such where a you can idea. go to Disneyland and say, listen, I've been doing the landscaping at my apartment complex mm-hmm. for the last four years. Mm. And look, it used to look like this. And I integrated these types of plants, these types of flowers. This is my system. This is how I organize them. This is how we've grown. Blah, 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 You're blah. You're so smart. I've never thought about that. <sighs> so happy that you're here with me. I'll be here all day. Damn it. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go look for a gardening job that's, like, at my level. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. But anyway, um, so rough weeks. So we're getting through and through as we do every week. 
Um, and you know what I hate the most? Yeah. Fucking Instagram. Okay? Um, because then I'll be on Instagram and you, you hear those inspirational posts where you're like, yeah. it's okay if you're feeling down. That just means that you're on the verge of something great. You know, and you keep reading these stupid posts. And you're like, where is it? Over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm here. Pick, beat me up, Scotty. Right. I'm here now. Uh, we actually, a while ago, I remember we did a whole series on Young Pueblo. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like May, a year ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was, he, he annoys the hell out of me because he drops gems. Like, yeah. it's very he keeps real. It real. He very much keeps uh-huh. it real. I hope one day we can interview him. It's going to happen. Yes, it will. But so that's, that's where sometimes it gets a little frustrating, right? Because you get sucked into that Instagram, uh, the expectation and the, the Instagram this zone, and you're trying to feel better about your life. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> fuck you, Instagram, and all you positive shit. people. Like, Get me out of bed. Can you get me out of bed, please? You know, so it gets a little, mm. yeah. But you know what? Um, I got a really cool message. Uh, we have a family group text yeah. <laughs> um, going on. Yeah. And I, I got to look for it. But it, when we exchange like the different books that we're reading or music and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, my uncle Oscar sent this out and I, I'm actually going to. I'm going to read this. It's from a book that he's reading right now called Whole Brain Living. Okay. By Jill Bolt Taylor. She's a PhD. Okay. And the little piece that he sent us says, there's a mountain of neuroscience research that supports the idea that our left brain is the source of our happiness. And I agree with this completely. Mm -hmm. I do want to point out, however, that happiness is not the same as joy. Although both happiness and joy are positive emotions, Mm -hmm. they are very different psychologically and neuroanatomically. I hope I said that right. As many have observed, joy is cultivated from within. It comes when we make peace with who we are, why we are, and how we are. Whereas happiness is a contingent on while happiness is contingent mm-hmm. on external things, people, places, thoughts, and events. Mm. And I was like, so, what? So, wait. So, happiness is external where Correct. joy is internal. Joy is within. <sighs> which was really good because I hadn't thought about all that. So, he sends that this morning. Mm-hmm. I download the book. Yeah. And start reading it. And it <laughs> basically, it's the movie um, that Pixar does. On the emotions. Inside out. We always mention this It movie. always goes. But uh, it, she out. starts to explain the pieces of the brain and the four yeah. emotions and neural yeah. thingies. And I'm like, okay, this is inside out. Yeah. <laughs> this it, is makes, li- it all makes sense. And the, But the whole point of the book is she talks about how to control those. Uh. So if you're in sadness, if you're in that mode of, you know, you got the depressies. Uh-huh. How to activate the part of your brain, <laughs> how to activate the part of your brain that's going to say, hey, depressies, let me take you by the hand and let's go talk a little bit and feel better about this. Yeah. You know, like yeah. how, to, how to actively do that. So that's the biggest reason why, why I wanted to buy that book and read that. Yeah. Why did I bring that up? Um, um, we were talking about... Being happy. Mm, I was a good highlight. Well, for this. there oh, it no, is. No, 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 I know what it was. Because we were talking about Instagram and how you get oh, caught yeah. in the Instagram zone. You know, everything's Girl, fine. I got COVID brain. You can't be asking me why we bring this up. Come on now. And let me tell you, the COVID brain is a real thing. Hell yeah, it Because is. we were... I, I was shopping it up with... It's like a statistic. A good friend of mine earlier today, and she was just like, oh my God. Like, she was just venting about everything bad that was going wrong in her life. Mm. And about how her friend had everything back. And I'm like, you know what? I was telling Big Brother Jake earlier today. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever really knew how bad things were going in our lives. Meaning like 
We didn't have to Like pre-COVID, I don't think we talked about the shit that went on in our lives as much as we did that was bad. Right. Now I I feel like we're always fucking talking about it. Yeah. And I think it's because we have all this time to think about all of the shit that is going on. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I keep going. I actually had to take, I had to take Instagram and social media in doses. I had to completely stop watching the news, which I'm really glad. And it's to, and it's, it's so good and bad that I didn't even know Kanye released an album. Uh, he didn't approve it, oh. it being released. Oh, well, news Do to me. Do you believe again. that? Uh, I don't know what to believe, I, which I is the point. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Which is the point, like, the internet says whatever the fuck it wants. I don't fucking and what's care. Who cares, right? And so, and so I think a lot of us are so, again, like, we want to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and find endless amounts of information all to just add to all of our depression, anxiety, and depressies. unhappiness. The depressies. So if I got anything to say is stop watching the news. Stop. There's nothing good ever. Get off of Instagram once in a while. Yeah, I think I've been on like week three of limiting my social media and the news and news related podcasts. I can't. I can't do that anymore because I'm just exhausted. It's all exhausting. So um, no, I just you know frolic along life like nothing's happening and I feel good. Frolic around life. Yeah, like Bambi. Except I'm not trying to get shot. You know. No pun intended there either, because I feel like that's like a real thing. <laughs> but um, but anyway, um, let's get to our moment of rage segment. Yeah. Yes, go for it. All right. So my moment of rage um, earlier this week, um, and it would be last week to some of us listening. Um, so there's this meditation app, Insight Timer. Um, so this is a platform for teachers that guide their students into their meditation practice. They host workshops, among other things related to, you know, um, healing and meditating and learning such things, right? What is the name of the app? Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Okay. Yes. So um, this app also has a meditation, guided meditation for those who have autism. Okay. And there happens to be an individual by the name of Catrick, a.k.a. Drift, who is a meditation teacher with autism. Okay. And so if you go and search this person, um, he has a picture of a cat for his profile picture. Um, and I believe that he um, leads people onto their meditation practice with a picture of a cat as the like the background, background screen. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's because he has this with this with his autism, he can't handle being in front of a camera. So this works for him. OK. And a lot of people appreciate for um, for him, the the autism community, you know, um, super positive in that regard. Like, hey, you know, this is great. Um, and they go to him for that. Well, Insight Timer, um, it kind of got in front of their whoever is in charge and didn't approve of the picture being um, being used of a cat um, of a cat because um, they said that it they found it offensive or it was offensive to some communities. Oh my god! Right, right. So that leads to my rage of it's a cat and it's not like it it's just a picture of a cat like the face of a cat so it's not even a big deal but they were making it a thing they were trying to get him get the picture off and canceled all of his events which um if you're on insight timer um these the teachers that are on here um this is how they make their money as well this is like a a, this is what they live off of for some people right 
So they were going to take this person off and, you know, the community got together and let Insight Timer know, like, this isn't right. What are you doing? And Insight Timer is trying to say, no, this is our policy. And so I went in and I'm like, listen, I understand that this is a policy, but you're also a meditation app. Hence, you're you know, your platform is dedicated to people that are trying to heal, that are trying to overcome things, which this person is trying to overcome. And you're over here just knocking them because it's a picture of a cat. Wow. So it was a really big thing. Um, I'm at a loss for words. I, I am too. And it was really upsetting. Um, a lot of people in the, in the, you know, the, this insight timer and whoever uses it was really upset, but, um, they did make it better. Um, they, um, you know, they of course apologized. Did they reply to you? Um, you know what? They they actually replied to my my aunt. My aunt uses this app, and and they made a big old um, like a public a statement. Mm-hmm. They were apologetic about it. But then, just this weekend, they fucked up again, and they posted a <laughs> quote of a uh, pro slavery uh, Robert E. Lee. <laughs> he was a general. Yes. So they posted a quote that of him, and it's just it just. You know, I guess like the hope is that they're trying and that they're learning. Who the fuck is leading this right, camp? Right. And so what my aunt was saying too is like they need some kind of like a diversity team. Some color in their management something, team. Something. And so I hope that they get it right and I hope that they're genuine about, you know, fixing their shit. But that was my moment of rage. <laughs> Robert Ely was an American Confederate yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. And they posted a social media quote. <laughs> yeah. I'll say less, but yeah, that's this is where we're at in life. And and then I told I told my aunt like you know what it's always three steps forward, two steps back, and all you gotta say you know you just gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. But I really don't know with this day and age like there should really be a diversity team and somebody really, overlooking like, this in every business and every community and uh, like just just uh, pretend I don't know do your do your due diligence I guess you know right. It's it's. I was watching a movie about uh, filmmakers, and they were talking about directors. Oh yes, I I've remember. Seen it. And I've it's seen like that oh, okay, uh, well, on Netflix, male directors, white male directors, or just directors in general. But when yeah. you're talking someone like Spike Lee, why does he have to be mm-hmm. the black director? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we say, don't say the white director. He don't say the white director. But in saying that. Oh, we need a diversity club or a diversity group within yeah, organizations. No, just fucking get people. Mm-hmm. That come from different backgrounds mm-hmm. to represent the different the areas that they come from, period. Yeah. yeah, That's it. It's not that hard. But I, it is hard, though. That would be breaking a cycle and breaking a mold. Yeah. And I don't think a lot... Of, that's not, like, front and center of anybody's, you know, business. Oh, yeah. Let's get a diversity team. What? No. They don't do that. No. We do that, but... They don't. I had... You know what? And that actually g- gives me a lot of moments of rage. Because I'm, I'm going to be straight up and honest. And I know that I've mentioned this multiple times that in my moment of rages, I just hate watching Netflix. Yeah. And I hate watching all these. But we still pay for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired of knowing about the queen. You know, there's actually a good Netflix um, uh, explained. I, I I live on explained, the docuseries. Um, they do talk about royalty and the royal family and how that comes about and their importance and relevance and what actual powers they don't have. So I thought you'd be interested in watching that. It's about white people. It is. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So... Uh, was that your moment of rage? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but, no, but it, yeah, I, that was, yeah, I, again, I did try to watch some TV this week, and I was like, this is some 
bullshit. Mm. But I'm still there on Netflix and I'm still paying, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I did have a bit of a difficult time coming up with my moment of rage. So I kind of just reflected on what were the moments that I could have done better that I didn't do better. Okay. And it was definitely when I snapped on my brother and I was mentioning this yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, we were preparing to to do a show and I was trying to facilitate um, rehearsals and set up times and all of that. And he didn't know. He, mm. There was no way for him to have known that prior to receiving this message from him, yeah. I was receiving messages from other folks, you know, on our team about wanting to take their their partners to this show, right? Mm-hmm. And I was polite with everybody else, like, yeah, let me see what I can do, da 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 da. Mm. But with my brother, I was like, I'm trying <laughs> to do this, and I've already had a rough week. The last thing I'm trying to do is to figure out how the wives are going to get there. I was pissed. I was infuriated. I'm totally not offended because I'm definitely a wife. <laughs> and um, I forgive you fine. in advance. It's fine. I was so pissed because I'm like, dude, and again, yeah. there was, he didn't know everything I had on my plate and right. he, and, and I, you know, snapped uncontrollably because I had peaked at that moment of just frustration mm-hmm. and, and like, listen, I don't, I don't need to worry about this right now. I need to worry about other things. Right. But, but the reality is, is that I do worry about those things because, yeah. you know, um, wives are muses. Yeah. And wives and partners are important. I don't want to just generalize wives, but our partners yeah. are important in what we do. Yeah. You know, and, and they can influence whether you have a good performance or not. Right. I remember in in my marriage, if my partner was there, it was I hated it and I wouldn't oh. have a good performance in anything because I always had that like oh, uh, that energy that just would not be well. So So you had the negative impact in having your and you know what? There. Yeah, and then and then it reminded me. Um, I had uh, I used to have two two uh, production managers that used to work for me. Mm-hmm. And on one day, just mm-hmm. so happened on one day, yeah, one calls out and it's like, "My wife's sick. I gotta go home and take care of her." Yeah. And then the other one's like, "Hey, my wife, the, my kid got hurt. I gotta go help my wife with the kid that got hurt." Yeah. And I'm like. Is there a reason why you guys have to be there to hold their hands? I mean, isn't that the responsibility of your wife to, like, take care of shit at home while you're at work? Because that's the agreement. Why do you need to be there? Right. I was enraged. So it brought up all of those things, like, fucking all this accommodation for wives. But that comes from my own bitterness. Yeah. 100% comes from my own bitterness. Yes. And contention because I'm like, yo, like, really? You can't take care of yourself? Like, you homeboys out here trying to make money for your family? And like, again, but that's my own contention and my own bitterness that I did not have. You're projecting. You were projecting. Oh, 100%. You were projecting. 100%. Which then made me, reminded me of. Um, I had a wonderful, 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 wonderful uh, babysitter, uh, yeah. tia, tia Leti, oh. and she helped me out with my kids. And she understood. Is that your actual tia? Like, no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Uh, my best friend growing up, Nancy Gomez. This is actually her aunt. But okay. I, you know, I I was raised with them. I know them, so she got to take care of of my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, she understood the importance of being a single mother working Mm -hmm. so she would never like she would always tell me like it's okay like if they're sick i can still a lot of babysitters will not take care of your kids if they're sick yeah i'm sorry stay home but she knew how much i needed to go to work every day and always made me feel comfortable Mm. in making sure that everything is taken care of 
Okay. Don't worry about anything. Okay. And that's kind of like the biggest blessing in the world is yeah. to have that kind of assurance. So for me, and that's yeah. a babysitter for me. Okay? Yeah. That's reality. So for me, I'm like, if you have your partners at home, like, isn't that a default thing that that's what they should do? Right. Right. That was my mindset. So anything that wasn't that, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I don't know how to feel about it now. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because uh, like to your point is like, what do they need the spouse there for? Like, have you ever felt sick and needed my brother there to be with you? No, but it'd be nice. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's a, again, it's like a, it's a luxury. It's a luxury. Yeah. And, and I guess if you could okay. afford it, why not? Yeah. And I mean, that's what sick days are for. Yeah. And that's how I feel. For both of you? Now one of you is missing out on the money coming in. No, oh, no I, we days. get paid yeah, for sick days. <laughs> and especially now, I kind of, you know what I preach? Take those fucking sick days, y'all. I don't give we a don't fuck. get enough of them. Take your sick days. We don't get enough of them. Take them. So, um, okay, well, I'm sorry about your moment of rage. Um, yeah, which, by the way, I never even apologized to my brother. I told you about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I was a dick to my brother, but I never told you. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. I'll just do it here. I'm not even going to text him or call him. I'll just do it here because I know he's not going to listen to this. So it's like, I don't know. You see, you know, oh, you know what my moment of rage was? Your brother pissed me off. Yes. Oh, your episodes. And I'm like, oh, all of a fucking sudden you listen. All of a fucking. Wait, a, wait a minute. He's mad now? We're 25 episodes in and oh. you want to comment? Amen. Do you want to comment? So honestly, whatever Mike has to say about anything podcast related, <laughs> one in one year, out the other. I don't care. Well, what did he say? Well, he did say, I didn't know dad was coming. Yeah, he said that, and then he's like, well, I listened to some of your episodes, and it just seems like you need to be like this more, no! and that you need to do this more, and you're not doing enough of this, and I really didn't appreciate it. I was really like, okay, let me ask the you fuck this. are you Okay, hold on. Tell me, me. Let me ask you this. Let me just, listen. Your husband? <laughs> your hu- wait, but, but let me just, let me just, hold on. In retrospect, is any of what he suggested, was any of it right or applicable? Applicable, but still i'm still about my ways and i think that his opinion what it just didn't matter at that point or so it you, doesn't matter at this point so you were anyway. being a ricky like where i had all this contention to these like yeah sure these like wives sure. and you have this contention towards him for well, not listening to any you know of the why? episodes and you know why and i'm gonna be just straight up he hasn't been supportive about this podcast or about me doing mm. this podcast for the last 25 episodes so for him to come up like all of a sudden like hey you know you should do this i was like no no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sorry. So, sorry, Mike. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I still love you, though. And he and actually, I made him a nice dinner, and I asked him, I was like, hey, did you like what the dinner? What did you make? And he's like, yeah, it was really good. I made a homemade hamburgers, um, and they were vegan. They were amazing. So, it's not really a hamburger. It's a vegan it patty. A vegan burger. <laughs> <laughs> don't be questioning my burger, okay? It was a burger. He loved it, and everything's good. Let me ask so you something. Fine. Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Oh, no. Here we go. I don't know. I don't like hot dogs. No, I haven't. But, but it's a piece of meat in between two things. That uh, We had a mm-hmm. whole, uh, we played the game uh, I Descent. Uh, I guess it is a sandwich. Right? Like technically, yeah, it's not. because you put but, mayonnaise in it. Yeah, it's and not. Then, like, but you veggies. just mentioned the hamburger and veganism and all that. So I just want to be a pest. Well, is hamburger a sandwich? A burger? Well, I mean, technically. But. Oh, well, I guess anything in between two buns is a sandwich? Yeah. But very but not. vaguely. But it's just because we gave it a different name all of a mm-hmm. sudden. It's not a sandwich. It's like something better. 
but it's not. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? We got to play that game. I'm going to bring it next week so we can play it. It'd okay. be quite interesting to see our opinions on things. Okay. Well, anyway, moving along. I think we both share a moment of love, but let me hear what your moment of love is. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely don't think we shared a moment of love together. I mean, at you least talked. I didn't. At least I didn't. This. <laughs> okay, wait. Maybe you should say your moment of love first. No, you say right it after. first. So my moment of love was um, Michael Mora sent me a beautiful bird oh, of paradise floral arrangement. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh! And I was so surprised. I was at a meeting at work, and then I go back into my um, back into my office, and there's this beautiful floral arrangement. It was, at my it's desk. all orange. Yeah, it's mm. orange bird of paradise and these pretty flowers, and so. Earlier that week, I had told Mike, so I don't know if you guys know, but the Legos, the Legos, you know, the bricks. So they came out with this botanical collection. What? Yeah. And no. the botanical collection is. Hold on, I'm Googling that yes, right now. Yes, look up really? Legos Birds of Paradise Botanical Collection. So it's this beautiful little Lego sculpture thing. And I was like, oh my God, Mike, I need this right away. This is going to be perfect for our plant collection. And you mean for your plant collection? Our plant collection. We're married, okay? It's ours. <laughs> you see how convenient things are for me? <laughs> they have it at Target. Yeah, $99.99. So, uh, so I kind of want that for my um, um, oh, my wow. plant collection. This is cool. My brother Isn't loves Legos. Beautiful? He's yeah. a Lego person. Yes, he is. So I kind of, you know, hey, Mike, you know, right here. So we'll see. But he did get me the... Birds of Paradise, and I thought that was really pretty and very thoughtful of him, and I love him for it. My question is this. When he calls to order your flowers, does he tell them what he wants for you? What do you mean? What? Yeah, like when I order flowers for people, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll, oh, wait a minute. Now I feel like a jackass. Yeah, you do. Hold on, because this is what, this is what I'll, like when I call to order flowers for somebody, and I know the person, right? Mm-hmm. I'll say, all right, cool. I want a bouquet that has like fuchsias and pinks and this is the color scheme that i would like right okay that you would like that i would like that i know that the person would like the color scheme i can't speak for the flowers because i mean i don't don't. care what kind of flowers but this is the color scheme that i would definitely yeah you know want it in okay and this is my budget and this is the occasion and here's the card and i always am specific with that yeah but i'm thinking now that we always talk about uh, DJs and how people, when they hire DJs, they tell DJs what to play. I need you to play this, this, uh, that, and the other. And I always use the comparison that you don't go to a baker who's going to bake your wedding cake and say, I want you to make me this cake, but I don't want you to use any eggs. I want a lot of flour, a lot of sugar, and you don't, you don't tell the baker what ingredients to use, right? Well, if you're vegan, you do. Well, besides, besides the general vegan thing or whatever, right? You don't tell totally a, a baker that you chose how to bake your cake. Yeah. You just, this is the color that I want for how many people and that's it. Yeah. It should be the same with DJs, right? Mm. Hey, this is how many people are coming. This is the demographic. This is the genre I'd like. Don't give me specific songs. Let me do my job. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, don't tell me how to do my job. But I was just thinking right now, I'm calling florists and telling them. I want specific color schemes because I think I have been that jackass that I'm like, I want this type of flower and this, this, that, and the other. I'm well, sorry to all the florists that I've told them what to do. But I guess, no, I, I think that that would give the person doing you the flowers or the cake or whatever an idea of what you want, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because 
I don't. What if I don't want my cake to be blue and then they make me a blue cake? That's why I'm curious how my brother ordered your flowers. Oh, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he let them know Bird of Paradise because we had talked about Birds of Paradise. You know what I mean? And how often do you see Birds of Paradise on a floral arrangement? It's rare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is rare. He fucking loves me. I love that guy. It's a good moment of love. I love you, Michael. Mm. Um, so that. So what's your moment of love? Uh, not Birds of Paradise related. Mm-hmm. It was definitely meeting one of our yes, one of our followers. Yeah, um, Renee. Oh my gosh, so beautiful! It really Such was. a beautiful, humbling experience. Just the moment he walked up. So you hey. met him first. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about hey, that. Hey, um, I'm looking for Ricky, and I was like, uh, and so it's me, uh, Mike, and Bartley, and so we're like, oh, um. You know, she's upstairs. You're we were at you, Dodger Stadium yeah, this past we were, weekend. Yes, we were at Dodger Stadium. You're you're up, you're upstairs and you're either catching the game or getting a drink or something. So we tell him, hey, you know, while she's upstairs, you, you might catch her over there and having no idea who he is. And um, and then he goes, well, okay, but um, you must be Natalie. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> and then he points to Mike, you must be Natalie's husband. You're kidding me. And you're probably Bartley. And we're all just like. <gasps> Oh my God! Yes, we are. And so then he, you know, he begins to to say like, I've been listening to you guys for so long, and since you know, since right at right when the pandemic started, and he just started sharing that you know how supportive you, Ricky, have been, and how supportive um, DJ Severe has been with his endeavors and. Um, everything that he's been trying to work on. I think he, he mentioned that he wants to be, or he is a DJ. He's a DJ. You know what I mean? And, and so he was just sharing how impactful this podcast has been (laughs) to him and how Rose City Sound has impacted his life. And I thought that that was really beautiful. And I, he was at a loss for words. I was at a loss for words. I think we were all just kind of, I think we were all starstruck at the same time because it was all just very, it was all a real moment for all of us. And, um, and I'm just so happy that he, you know, he went out of his way and hundred miles away and he found us He did. and to say hello and to meet us and Renee, you're a real one, man. Yeah, he is a real one. Cause from the gate, he was, when we were just doing it on Instagram and we were just experimenting with it. Yeah. He was there from, from the very beginning and always had some, some good insight, but it, it was a very humbling experience because mm-hmm. he, he did express that. And I remember Severe telling me like, you gotta, you gotta check, check him out. Like yeah. he's, he's got good stuff. Yeah. And going into his IG lives when, mm-hmm. when nobody could do anything or go anywhere. And yeah. You know, and, and supporting it, and he expressed that. He said, you know, it really meant something for you guys to go in there and, and support. And he took my hand. Yeah. And yeah. he goes, this is how serious I am. And he placed it over his chest. He goes, do you hear my, do you feel my heart? Yeah, he was nervous. <laughs> he, he was, was like, this so is how nervous. excited He's I so am good. to meet you guys. So and I was so like, this Such is a happy legit. Moment. It really was because, and we always say that you you share these stories just so even one person yeah can be impacted by it and yeah he, and he told us he's like i share it with my cousins and my family yeah and, and that means a lot yeah and that hell means yeah a lot. it does and i think that for that for me did it i i was like you know what I, I, my life is complete that's it this is it that re- it really and was and it. even more so that it was from a male perspective oh that my god I was yes just like, oh my god yes you listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking 
what we have to say into consideration. I thought that was great. I thought that it was great. So big, big shout out to Renee, Renee and yes. you know to everyone that listens to our podcast every week and has shit just, means something. Yeah, it's all beautiful. So mm. I love these moments. This is beautiful. Sigh. That was my favorite part of this weekend. For yeah, sure. for, for sure. sure. It, it made everything worth it because it was yeah. a long day. Yeah. It was a really long day. It was a good day. Mm. Mm. I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn? Um, I learned that uh, we we are our own biggest enemies. Yeah. Like our own selves. Yeah. And so it's really easy to like spiral into this insecure moment of, I don't think this is going to work out. I should probably go back to what, you know, I was doing before and mm. in that security and in that comfort of yeah, my life. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. And and trying to convince myself that no, that you're actually just being tested right now. Yeah. Do you are you are you in or are you not? Mm-hmm. So that How bad do you want it? How bad do I want it? And I learned that ultimately I have a fear of people like telling me like, "Look, you you failed." You couldn't make it happen. You didn't do shit. I have a genuine fear of that. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, it's almost like I'm planning like an out. Where like, do you think that fear comes from? People telling me that I was wrong or that... that. Uh, Can I ask you who's people? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just, you know, I like to just drill it all in. Probably, I, you know what? I would prob- <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably myself first. Okay. Probably myself first, right? M- mind you, I'm my own biggest believer too. Okay. Right? So as heavy as it is. Yeah. Know. But probably my mom too. Okay. And, and the thing with my mom is I actively feel her trying to not do that. That's good. Trying to not worry about what's going to happen because I am starting to feel now the, the, the ramifications of not having the same financial income. Mm-hmm. I'm very much starting to feel that. And it's a different adjustment. It's yeah. You're making different life choices. Right. But you're appreciating all of those life choices as well. Mm-hmm. And so it, what it did is it kind of helped me scale mm-hmm. back. And it made, like, I even came to this moment where, like, you know what? If I just left the country yeah. and got a job in Guanajuato, in one of the most romantic cities... And just a little job at the hotel, I'd be perfectly happy. Yeah, for just, sure. Just, you know, tending to people and being in a romantic place. Mm-hmm. And forget all this, you mm-hmm. know, like this is all too much. What am I thinking? Mm-hmm. This is this is too heavy to lift. Mm-hmm. And I can't lift this by myself. So I learned that this 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 weekend, you know, that how destructive I could be with myself mentally. Yeah. Like how easily I can tear myself down and discourage myself and and but also, you know, that I'm my own biggest, my own biggest enemy. Like mm-hmm. I'm the one sitting there. My ego oof, is sitting there going like, mm-hmm, now what? What are you going to do now? Yeah. You really wanted this? Yeah. Is this is, is this really making you happy? The power of your ego. Yeah. But I think like, you know, equally we have to be our, there's nothing like being your own biggest fan and your own biggest supporter. Now, yeah. what I will say is this. So... With my ego saying like, eh, "Is this really what you want?" Da, 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 right? Yeah. yeah. When we were doing, <laughs> when we were doing the hit the switches show a couple of weeks ago, right? I don't know if you actually physically saw me what I looked like afterwards. Mm-mm. 
I was sunburnt. Oh, right, right, right. We right. did an episode here. We did. Mm-hmm. But so that day, I mean, it was hot. I was sweating. Like, it was terrible. I was there. I had no makeup on. Like, everything was just gone. I just looked like somebody ran me over. Yeah. But even even look physically looking like that, yeah. I was having a good old time. That's like, I that. didn't care. You right. just, you kind of let go at that point. Yeah. You're surrounded by all these beautiful women and everything. And you're like, oh, God, I feel like shit, you know. <laughs> but That's I, okay. But I will tell you this. Never in my life have I ever gotten more hit on. <laughs> good for you. No, I was shocked. I'm like, hold on. This makes zero sense. So I've been in places, bars, restaurants, wherever, social settings, yeah. where I, you know, I'm all done up. I clean up very well. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm like, how is it possible that when I'm feeling my worst, when I'm looking my worst, how am I getting hit on more looking like that than when I'm looking my best and at the top of the whatever? Yeah, I I can explain that. Okay, okay? that's this is the first time these people are seeing you, so that is why they don't know that you're at your worst. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's not, and that's a compliment, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I feel there's times I've gone out in sweats and I'm look busted and, right. you know, I barely brush my teeth, barely put on deodorant, <laughs> the road out of bed and, and I'll get a look like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> what the, who, who are you looking at? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't know who they're looking at. Right. So it's the first time. So embrace that. I did. And, you know, I shared that with um, a good friend of mine and my friend said, you know what? Did you ever think that maybe you got hit on because people were actually seeing you in your element, yeah. in the element that you thrive, that you your are most thriving in? Self. Yeah, your most authentic self. That it don't matter what you look like right. or how sweaty you are, unapproachable you may physically be, mm-hmm. the energy that you're giving out yeah. comes from a place of complete and utter joy. Like, it's just good energy and yeah. people are attracted to that. Yeah. Never. So I, I learned that's, that. That's to prove the point that energy attract you attract you you attract the whatever energy you give out is what you're attracting 100 percent. i was really genuinely shocked at that because this whole time i remember you saying like i don't get hit on like nobody hits on me mm-hmm. i remember being at an air show and a friend of mine's telling me like work on your eye contact okay. work on your smiling like maybe if you smiled at people more like and you weren't so assertive looking maybe so i genuinely thought i didn't have it in me to you know Get hit on until the most unexpected, completely unexpected moment of my life where it was just, I had good traffic. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Anything? So any, th- those were my lessons learned. And any, um, anything worth mentioning? Like well, any, like any suitors? Any? Oh, anyone? no, 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 no. You want to have fun? No, with? my heart's Beautiful. reserved. My heart's RSVP'd. Damn it. I just want to live like my dating life through you you know what i mean like i'm up like anytime my like my single friends are dating i'm like oh yeah let me hear and what did he say and i'm all excited like it's like i'm dating i didn't really have much of a dating that dating thing wasn't a thing for me i didn't really care like that's just not who you are it's not yeah the dating life isn't but but i did definitely i should have probably done a little bit more in my life it's okay (laughs) hey you know what there's always time there's always time and again i'm not in any rush either no, I got shit to figure out for myself. So good, good. I'm glad. And my cats and I'm my glad. dogs and my plants and <laughs> I have this plenty, whole life thing. Huh? I have plenty of company. <laughs> plenty of company. Good. Good. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So then, so we were at Dodgers uh, this weekend. Um, one of the things that I learned from that, um, and just being an observer from the outside looking in because you 
have to you regularly have to manage a group of people and mm-hmm. and and a group of personalities yes you know because we, we are all human and we all have one um so i thought that it was great how <laughs> how i saw like people just fucking falling apart and then you like <laughs> so like gracefully like it's okay and this and that and talking <laughs> everyone through their meltdown or their the shit that they're going through and i know you're going through your own shit and you're just like <laughs> you know not saying anything but and not that you were showing it but just knowing who you are and knowing right. who these people are right it, it's it's all it's all fun and i think that there's there's a lot to say about working with people and and in this entertainment industry mm-hmm. and the um the compassion that you have to have for others yes and you can't you can't let other people's you know, um, struggles or their, the adrenaline or the anxiety kind of get to you because then no one's going to get shit done. And I think that you know how to pull people together and know how to pick them up and make sure like, you gotta be here. You have to be there. Mm -hmm. Calm down. It's going to be fixed. And, and I think that for anyone listening, everything's going to be okay. You know, the shit that you fucking frustrated about or that you think isn't working, it's going to work out. Mm. It's going to work out. So that's one of the things that I learned um, from watching, you know, just navigating through the day and getting set up for um, for this event. Um, well, and actually, t- to paint a picture, that was actually a really big day for us because mm-hmm. we, you know, we took DJ Hex, who was doing the two-hour pregame, mm-hmm. um, and then we were asked to do the, the postgame mm-hmm. for a 30-minute set. But we also took your husband, Michael Moda, to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. And we took Antique to do uh, DJ Antique to play the cajon. Mm-hmm. So those were, excuse me, two elements we hadn't introduced before at Dodger Stadium, which we were, again, first time we had ever done it. And it was a nerve-wracking thing. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it was important for me, and thank you for sharing that, because it, it it's mm-hmm. a lot of the the stuff that happens behind the scenes people don't know people have no clue and it's like and and you know hex and i have this conversation all the time about how people think oh you guys you know they look at us you're putting together a show and they're like it's such a good time and if you you can affirm how i sent a text message to everybody who was going and i'm like listen prepare for a long day Mm -hmm. because we're we're leaving home you know at you know twelve o'clock, arriving at one and change, sound checking, setting everything up, doing a two hour set, then waiting for the game to be over, then doing the it's a lot. It's yeah. it's not something you just pop up for and have a great time. And and then during the entire performance, having to put, you know, a good face on still. Right. Which for We're me We're not tired. Uh, We're right. not sunburned. Oh God, no. Which, We're not exhausted. Which for me, when the music plays, I genuinely, I let everything go. Yeah. And even though I let everything go and I'm dancing and I'm having a good time, I'm very mm-hmm. much aware of what's the next move that needs to happen. Or yeah. picking up on people's energies that something's not right right here. Let's go see what's happening and how do you fix it. Yeah. Because it, it was it was a significant thing and it went very well. Yeah, I, I agree to that. Um, I think that teamwork makes the dream work. It really you does. Know, everyone definitely pulled together regardless of the situation. It all works out. And again, you know, you, you have to have people on your team that are aware of themselves, are aware of others, and are um, know what it is that has to be done. 
at yeah. the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like all bullshit aside. I have no crying about whatever we're crying about and just things have to get done, you know? Yeah. So I do I cry often times though, but it's more of a release type thing. Right. Yeah. No, you're not crying because of the meltdown that you're having. No, but then it, but like you said, it's managing everybody's little crises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crises? How do you say it? Crisis? Crisis? Christ? M- multiple <laughs> crisis. 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 I don't know, girl. I'm, bi- I'm bilingual and Spanish was my first language, so it beats me. It all sounds the same. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was it for me. Um, how did you feel? So it takes a lot for me to bounce back after we do events like that. Well, it's really exhausting. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do this week in and week out. It takes me a minute to like to reproduce myself because you you're giving so much energy out. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine like one of those lizards that like sheds and then it comes back to life brighter and bigger. But actually, that's exactly what has it to is, happen. That's what it is. Yeah, because, for sure. Because and and you know that's why for me personally, it's so important to have a space that you can bring yourself back to life in. Yeah, that's really important. Because you and, and surrounding yourself by the things that are going to rejuvenate you, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. also very important. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, and if you're in an environment that doesn't allow that, it's really tough to climb back out. Yeah. Very tough to climb climb out. So you mentioned earlier, like, you're your biggest enemy, mm-hmm. right? And you're doing this work, and you have moments like Renee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> is it worth it? Every minute of it. Yeah. It one and and yes, it is worth it because all of this is a learning process too. And I think we talked about this how this more than anything, it's been like removing a band aid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just ripping the band aid off of a life that I'd known for the last seventeen years, mm-hmm. and now like trying to figure out well who am I exactly? Yeah. What am I made out of? What do I want to do? Yeah. Can I even do this? Rebuilding, reprogramming. It's a very vulnerable place to be. Yeah. A very vulnerable place to be. And so I'm, I try to be enthusiastic about learning more about myself, mm-hmm. you know, because now it's, you don't have, a, I don't have a nine to five anymore. Like yeah. I literally make my schedule. Yeah. How much money do I want to make? Right. Well, that's up to me now. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's 100% up For to sure. how much money I want to make. For how sure. hard do I want to work? Mm-hmm. And there are times where I'm like, man, but I'm 40. Like I'm, t- yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. But if we go back to the episode that we did last, that we released last week where, you know, my dad was talking about the Buena Vista Social Club and mm-hmm. how, you know, Ibrahim Ferrer was 72 years old when right. he finally made Got it. Got his break. Yeah. And I'm like, what We the all hell? make it at different times. And I had a great conversation with Jess today about mm-hmm. time and the pressure that we give ourselves. Like, you got to be successful at this age. Well, those are societal pressures too. You know, you go to, you graduate high school at 17, you graduate college at 20 or 20 whatever, and then you go and you get your good job. And then by that time, yeah. you should also find your husband. Jesus. And then before you're 30, you should have your kids and your career and you've been able to pay off all of your debt yeah and the reality right now and ever is like no that shit isn't that shit is not one size fits all no you know no it's not but but we're sold that yeah hell yeah we are and that's why we have this pressure that's like Mm -hmm. oh fuck we gotta hurry up and do this Mm -hmm. i was having another conversation with a friend of mine about relationships Mm. and i was watching who's that white girl i was watching on netflix chelsea handler Mm, yeah chelsea Mm -hmm. She was interviewing the guy from American Pie, mm-hmm. the one with the dark hair, and I can't remember what it is. Mm. I think his name is Jason something. Mm. 
And he shows up and he... Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. Mm -hmm. So him and his wife are there and they're talking about marriage. Okay. And the wife says, what Jason has to worry about is our son, Mm. the dog, and my lesbian. Mm. And I was like, you're what? Lesbian. You're lesbian. And that's, that's their arrangement. At least that's what I gathered from the that interview, right? That they're married and they have a kid together right. and they have a dog and then she has her lesbian on the side. Look at that. And, I was, and that shit works. And I was talking to, to my friend and I'm like, you know what? Like everything is relative and everything is up to however it is that you want to make it. There right. Is no, there is, I mean, you can call it traditional marriage, whatever you want to, but life is what you make it. Right. If you find someone and you have a particular agreement that works between the two of you and it's unconventional, why not? Right. If it works, it works. If you choose to have a different type of life that isn't a nine to five, that is completely day by day. Yeah. Then do that. Yeah. It's what you're willing to do. Yeah. And so getting out of that cup when you've been conditioned your whole life and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is how I got to do it. Now mm-hmm. you're kind of like a little baby, like what? <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it just goes back to the, I, I hate to bring back again, like social media, mm. you know, all of these pressures that that brings, you know, having this type of life, having these kinds of plants, right. and this kind of exotic cat and this car and this husband and this wife. And this partner. And this vacation. Yeah. And all of it is not necessarily true. So stick to what, you know. What's the longest you've been off of social media? Not that long. Nothing recent, at least. Have you have you been off of social media more than a day? Mm, sure. More than two more days? Than a, no. Maybe more than an, like I can go from the morning all the way until the evening. Sometimes. And you know what? Okay, no. I take it back. Yes. The weekends, I try my best not to look at my phone. On the weekends, you will hardly see me on social media. I like to do me time on the weekends. (laughs) Like, I ain't looking at no one's shit. But if I I gave you a like, then... Damn. (sighs) Yeah, so on the weekends, for me, no. So you don't do social media on the weekends? Mm Mm-mm. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you are not on social media. Saturday and Sunday, I'm not on social media. At all whatsoever. Okay, I'm here and there, but, you know, to try, to, I'm not here, like, actively, like, I want to see what the hell this so-and-so is going on. No, I'm not on there, as I'm, like, now looking on my social media. <laughs> I was going to see. I wonder how long you and I could both go without being on social media. I think for me, it's pretty, I, I would have no problem. I don't like being on there. What? It's a load of shit. What is what, well, who what, are you following? If you're following a load of oh, shitters, uh, no, I feel like I follow good people and good content and stuff like that. But social media is not something that I need to be on. Let me just check my likes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to do the challenge, we'll do the challenge. Let's do it. How many? How many days though? <laughs> okay, let's just start with the weekend. Are weekends important to you? Y- Meaning, like, mm-hmm. okay, because look. Are weekends social media relevant to you? Like, do you need to be on social media? Given the, the oh things yeah yeah what I do be- professionally, right. I mean yeah that I, weekends is usually when I go a little bit heavier than usual than usual. During the week, I don't really post that much. Really, and I'm completely opposite. Yeah, but but again though, my weekends are the is, busy. are yeah. the I, yeah it's different that makes sense that it's makes different sense. well because look how long it takes me to advertise our podcast right i don't do it right away right right i take right. my time but then i make it a whole freaking thing right and that takes time right 
It yeah, takes time. So, so for me, during the week, I'm on social media on the weekend. Hmm. On the weekend, I'll but put see, like, like Catterday. But, but and Catterday. And then that'll be it. But even then, you know, it's freaking me out. Wait, how am I not going to be on social media? What if somebody reaches out? And what if I need to get in touch with somebody? And what if somebody wants to get booked for something? Uh, so I'm already thinking like, no, oh my God, no, we no, can't do this. No, no. And, and look, oh, I actually just blogged about this. They can wait. You are important. They can wait until Monday. The, the, what, what are they the fucking just wait I'm a business too I'm gonna get to you when I get to you I am a busy woman it's gonna be a missed opportunity no it's not no it's not if they if they really want it they're gonna wait it's fine How's but it? I mean that's my that's uh, everyone has their their way about that but if, if you feel that way then you know you do Monday Tuesday I do Saturday Sunday and we should do a, a cleanse okay during those two days I'm gonna do a two day cleanse like a juice cleanse yep Okay. I'll do a juice cleanse and a social media's cleanse. Okay. I'll do a juice cleanse and a social media cleanse this weekend. Damn. Let me just figure out which days are the least amount of activity for me. Well, that kind of misses the point. (sighs) Besides the point. Fine. That's fine. But fine. Monday, Tuesdays would be your low days. True. Facts. Yeah. We'll figure this out. We'll get back to you guys. (laughs) We'll let you know. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, we're, we're getting off topic. What were we talking about? Lessons learned. Uh, lessons. Oh, you know what I learned? My social anxiety is through the roof. What? I didn't realize until we walked into Dodgers that I couldn't handle it. You were off. Your energy I was, was off. Oh, I was, I was crying. I don't, what? I don't what? think, I don't think, and I don't think anyone noticed, but I was so anxious and nervous that I was bawling my eyes out. And I don't think what? anyone noticed. No. I pulled it off pretty good because I was wearing my glasses. I was wearing my hat. Wait, Natalie, Looking why? like an undercover celebrity because I was, I was, I was anxious. I was, there About was too what? many people, just the crowd, just the idea of being in this big environment freaked me out. When was and the last time you were in a large environment? I can't remember. Really? It had to be pre-pandemic. It's like a concert or something? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that. I was Until that have moment. That. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit. I feel really uncomfortable. What were you worried about? Really, I don't know. I think just people, I think being around a lot, not being able to communicate with people or conversate i was worried about how mm-hmm. how what i was gonna say what kind of conversation i was gonna have who was gonna come up to me who i was gonna have to go up to conversations that i was gonna have to um you know you make. literally thought that in and, your it, head. and it freaked me the fuck out i had to just take a moment and i was like i'm gonna be okay this is fine. okay so let me ask I'm you a question people you and i were dancing yeah. Okay, so when you and I are dancing, are you thinking those thoughts? So so at that point, I was kind of getting past it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. It's going to be fine. But I got over it, and then at the end when everyone was coming out of the stadium, and obviously and they're dancing, per- and everyone's dancing, I thought that I was going to really freak out because we were in the crowd. Right, we were right, in there. Right, 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 right. And I thought that I was not going to be okay, but then I saw everyone having a good time, and everyone's with their families, and they're wow. just putting on their best, so then I felt like, oh, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. But I also, but what also makes me anxious about that is just, like, you hear all these shootings and all, like, you know, just being in crowds and all and mm. i had that in my what? head too yeah yeah so the whole thing and i and i didn't realize that i would have that kind of come up and it and it was really real i felt like oh fuck 
I, I feel really uncomfortable. So Mia's first week of high school. Mm-hmm. So she was a freshman when the pandemic hit. So she never got to experience like her freshman year. Her, her freshman year in high school. So she just went back. Mm-hmm. She's a sophomore now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first week of school, there were three uh, threats of a school shooter. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's scary. That is scary. Hell yeah. That is very scary. And as a parent, like the first day, the first threat that came in, she didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. She stayed back. Yeah. The other two, she went. But I, that shooting part, like I've never, I've never felt that. I've never thought about that. That's mm. never crossed my mind ever. But I understand why, mm-hmm. why for you, mm-hmm. you would, you would think about that. It's more prevalent in the last. Oh yeah. In the last two years. Well, you know, do you remember the first major school? Sh- what's the first school shooting you remember? Mm, the Columbine? Yeah, that was 1998, yeah. 99. The Columbine That was when I was, a, I was a senior in high school. And then um, for me personally, um, in I think I was in seventh grade. One of, the, one of the kids in my class had a gun. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think that it's been very present and a very real thing for me for, for a long time. And I think that we just kind of go through it like, oh, no big deal. It's okay. But it kind of catches up, especially just with everything now. You know, damn, Natalie, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something so. was off. I didn't know what was wrong with you. No, well, but I, I definitely felt I was like, dang, what's wrong with Natalie? And Which I didn't have a lot of time to kind of really like figure right. out what was wrong with you. No, no, but I would have never thought that it was that. And I think I was just I was going through the motions as it was coming because when we were driving up, every, I was fine. Oh, I'm talking with Mike. I'm talking with Antique. We're walking in and it's fine. And then it wasn't until like, okay, we're setting up. We're putting things down. And people started coming into the stadium. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is weird. Yeah. So, so ugh, I want to throw up just thinking about it. But it, it so I feel So how do you for, talk yourself down from that? I think that I, well, what I did at that moment, I just stood there and I observed and I watched everyone and I, I just started breathing through it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. This is fine. We do these things. We do social events. I'm safe. There's people here that are, you know, protecting me. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have a good time. And I, I mean, I don't know how, how else I would have. Wow. I just had to just. I'm shocked. Up. I, I didn't know that that's, that's what you were going through. Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. So I guess, and it goes to say like. Okay. But the, what about when you go to the mall? I don't go to the mall. And if I do go to the mall, it's With either Jorge. early or So you late. avoid I, people at all costs. Yeah. Um, I'm not going at uh, peak hours. You know what mm. I mean? So I think that it goes to say, be mindful of others. You know? <laughs> Hold on. I just thought <laughs> of something. You're laughing at me. I just thought of something terrible. Huh. Because, not terrible, but even though the pandemic hit, like, we were still... Severe and I were still working. So we were still mm-hmm. going to work, work mm-hmm. because of our government contracts. But we were still doing events for like all the foundations. Mm-hmm. So we were still having to be around people. Mm-hmm. Not as much right. people, not as still, many people, yeah. but we were very much active. Yeah. You know what I haven't been able to do? Yeah. The public sp- space that I avoid at all costs. And the last time I was there, I almost did have a panic attack. I think I may have called you. I called somebody because I was having a panic attack. When oh, I was you were at Walmart. Yes. That's right. That's I right. cannot do a yeah. grocery store. Yeah. It is so 
foreign to me. Yeah. It is like, <laughs> well, and that's another like, thing too. Freaks me out. I order my groceries online. Right. So I've come, so you see how I called you. But fucked it, up. And it's, a, and it's a totally different place because right. I feel completely comfortable at Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. and it's like freaking a 10 times, 50,000 times right. more people right. than at fucking Walmart. Right. But right. I hate Walmart and I hate the amount of people that are there. Right. And I'm trying to fit. I could have a list in front of me. And then you have a car me. and you have a whole thing. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I could imagine. And could th- imagine. that was the last time I was at a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. That Walmart was when we were doing a, a set for DJ Hex and he wanted yellow almonds. And I had to go <laughs> and buy almonds because it was last minute. Like they're yellow el- almonds? You were going to say almonds. 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 I like how you say almonds. Almonds? Almonds. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do you say it? Almonds. Why? Almonds? Almonds. You know, there's a whole thing about accents. So I'm going to let you I have an accent. I'm going to let you take I that back. To, no, and almonds. I, <laughs> almonds. There you go. <laughs> but that's the last time I've been in a grocery store. Yeah. And I called you because I was having a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just people and ugh. <laughs> I, I hate people. <laughs> Apparently, Sorry, I just don't like people at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get past it. But but yes, but the, the moral of the story is have some compassion. You never know what another person is going through. So you know, don't put your shit on them because they're just going through something completely different that you might not have any idea about. That's you 100% know? true. <sighs> so that's that. Anything else? Well, I was going to suggest that you recommend a meditation app, but apparently they it's also like gave timers. you your, your moment of rage. <laughs> well, there's also the the app Calm. I like that one, too. I actually use Calm more than Insight Timer. I'm barely getting used to the way that Insight Timer works. Um, I used to do a guided sleep meditation one mm-hmm. where she walks you through like your sleep. Mm-hmm. And it used to knock me out really good. Yeah. I like the one. Is it like where you like, you know, you, you tense up your, your arms no. and your legs? Well, there's Mm-mm. that one. That one helps oh. me relax. Why would you tense up? Yeah. So I it's guess like the, idea, the idea is like you tense you, like your body and that kind of... I don't know if it exhausts you or it makes like your body tired and then oh, I it helps see that. you sleep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing it now. I guess that's like the reason why we like stretch. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So get yourself a meditation app. And some good morning routines. Mm-hmm. Be good habits. Because I, Healthy I don't. Habits. I, my goal is to like, I don't, I'm so used to just picking up my phone in the morning and checking it right away. Yeah. I want to not check my phone in the morning. Okay. And like I want to just like get up in the morning and do my meditative routine, my mm-hmm. prayer to my ancestors, my little incense thing, mm-hmm. pet the cats. I like that. Yeah. I think that's obtainable for now. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do the Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, no social media. Agreed. Baby steps, so baby steps. Okay, I like that. Alrighty. It's gonna help with the depressies. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the depressies. Um uh, is that it? I think so. It was a Damn good it. little episode. Uh, no, oh wait, we have one more thing. Yes. So on uh we have this thing, you guys. A lot of people have been asking how they can support the podcast. The coffees. Yes. And oh, so yeah. um we found a great way for uh those have been in that have been inquiring to um to support the podcast. Buy us some coffee. Because mm, we need we, it. we need coffee in our lives. Ricky, I don't know. I think she sleeps like three hours a week. <laughs> and, you know, we're all juggling like 20 things at the same time. So we um, so we do need, we do live on caffeine. And if you want to support, um, you could go to, um, to our Instagram. Uh, the link tree has 
um, buy me coffee and it's buymecoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. That's how you can um, support. So Yay. that would be really appreciated. And I'm really glad for those of you that have um, inquired. So that is it. We appreciate y'all. Increase the peace. Meow. Thank you to everyone who joined us this week. I am Ricky Limota, and I'm joined by the beautiful Natalie Mota. And we're live from Rose City Sound Studios in the beautiful Inland Empire. Shout out to Big Brother Jake for all of the love and support. Today's episode was produced by the infamous Juice Box Bartley. We are on this frequency. Make sure to share us, like us. We drop a new episode every Wednesday. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. Make sure if you have any questions, you got topics you want to talk about, hit us up, email us. On this frequency at gmail.com. Support the movement. Drop it like it's hot. See you later, y'all. Meow, 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 meow. Fucking shit ball. Now I'm reading lies. Everyone.